Welcome to the Kinetic Belief Podcast. I'm Stephen Canyon, and I'm so excited to champion, encourage, and edify you every day right here. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. So I was thinking earlier, you know, we all tend to go through life just um, judging ourselves by what we, uh, our good intentions and judging other people by what they do. And that's what we're going to be talking about today is becoming immune to judgments. And that includes our own judgments of ourselves, judgment of other people, uh, be they good or bad. It just seems to screw with everybody's head. They're always in turmoil, walking around like on eggshells, trying to figure out what somebody's thinking of me. Do they think the best of me or are they thinking the worst of me? Becoming immune to judgments is the very thing that's going to set anybody free to improving their life. And it's so vital, so important to moving ahead with a life and becoming exactly who you want to be. Good morning, Megan. Good morning. How are you? I am wonderful. It's good to see you again. You too. It's a beautiful day here on the coast. It really is, isn't it? Yeah, sunshine. Love the sunshine. I'm Stephen Canyon. Kineticbelief.com is the website. Kineticbelief at StephenCanyon.com will get an email to us. And we appreciate you being here. Glad you're here again for another episode. Our podcast, we talk about kinetic belief, the law of attraction, how all of that works to change your life for the better. Yeah, I, I'm pretty excited about today's episode. Have you already been out for a run? Don't judge me. <laughs> and that's and that's that's uh, that's a wrap. Yeah, <laughs> see you tomorrow. <laughs> that's how it works. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> no, uh, no I, I, have, I did not go for a run this morning. Um, the sun was. Uh, shining very brightly and hot. It was very hot this morning. So I think I'm going to wait for it to cool off and, and then go for it. Wait for everything to be perfect. Pretty much, which will never happen. So there I can just go. have dinner and what watch about, Netflix. What about these these people that go out and run in the rain or the snow? And oh, it doesn't matter what it is. You know, I have like, uh, I, I'm always amazed at them. And then I quickly start to... To judge them so that I don't have to do that. Don't judge them. <laughs> okay, sorry. Oh boy, this is going to be a this is going to be fun, isn't it? <laughs> oh, it's this is a huge topic. Oh my god, this is huge. Yes. Oh yeah, well we all deal with it, don't we? Every single day, we you know whether you're judging yourself or someone else, or you're trying not to receive judgment from someone. I mean, it's just oh my goodness. Or you find one of those really cheesy movies to watch, and you're sitting there. Uh, they think they're all that. They, oh, the all best the, is the Olympics. Watching ice skating <laughs> in the Olympics, and you're sitting on your couch, and you just got, you know, every time they some amazing athlete falls, you're like, loser. Or the, yeah, right. <laughs> the, the, you know, in the middle of a triple axle, they just they stumble a little bit, and you're yeah. loser. Let me shove another cronut into my mouth and oh my call them a loser. But that's um, it's funny, but it's true. We so all true. struggle with this. Well, that's why this is such a, an important topic. Important. How to become immune. To judgment. Yeah. Uh, judgments, it's another word for condemnation. Condemnation, and you know, we, we beat ourselves up, we being proverbially everybody, beat mm-hmm. ourselves up. We, forget the judgment. We judge what we judge, we judge others by what we think they're thinking if oh they've goodness. not said anything at all. You know, for example, 
you can be having going out to dinner with a, a group of people and uh, I've seen this happen and there's there's 12 of us a big table and you and you just uh, there's there's a, a bowl of corn in front of you and and you go uh, um, uh, Aunt, Aunt Myrtle would you like would you like some more corn she says don't call me fat what are you saying? What are you saying? I'm a pig? You think I'm a pig? <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought you Happy might want some more corn. Yeah. <laughs> but that's that's life, and that's it what is. we do, and that's that's the internal dialogue. That's I, always uh-huh. judging yourself, and, and and it has you under condemnation. I really do love corn, though. I love corn. I'm not going to touch that. I love I love like corn on the cob, like the uh, like the street food corn where they put the cheese on it and the hot sauce. Oh my goodness! Whoo. Well, Excuse me, was, my mouth's watering. Did you watering. ask me the other day if, if you ever seen a field of corn that's already started to pop? I did. You know, <laughs> don't tell people well, that. That was a dumb question. Uh, I just funny. thought, like, if you were able to like overheat a mm, cornfield, would it become a field I of popcorn? I think that would I'm be not sure super. It works that way. I think it'd be super exciting, though. Well, let's talk about this. <laughs> let's get into this. Becoming immune to, to yeah. judgments, becoming yes. immune to condemnation, and it is possible. Mm. And and actually, it is a must. It's something that you've got to do, and uh, we're going to figure out and talk about exactly what to do yeah. to become immune to these things. And also, I think it's important, we're going to talk about why, you know, why it's important, because it's something that we all get really lax with. And then all of a sudden, you wake up one day, and you feel bad about yourself, and you've been talking junk about people for too long and it's it's this is one of i think the most toxic things that you can allow to sort of creep into your life well if you paint it with a broad stroke first of all there are so many different forms of of judgments and yeah. condemnation it comes in a lot of different very colors sneaky. Yeah. very sneaky and for example one of them is trash talking taunting and we see that in sports, and we see it, uh, you know, in television, and and uh, even do it ourselves, trash talking each other, which is just it's just a remark somebody makes, and and the purpose behind it is to anger someone or to wound them or provoke them to mm-hmm. something. Um, Muhammad Ali used to use that to, to demoralize his <laughs> opponents. He did it very effectively, but that's what he was doing. I was going to say that it worked. It worked for him. Yeah. Well, and, and trash talking, you know, that's that's a good example of how one word can be the spark that starts this this toxic cycle that is very difficult to end. Well, here's the thing. So many people go out here like they are going to change the world. I'm <laughs> going to make sure that no one ever says anything that's going to be offensive to me. That will never work. You yeah. are you cannot change the world and mm-hmm. I'm I'm here to tell you that there will always be offenses if you are someone that allows yourself to become offended. Uh, it's a losing battle. It begins and it ends with you. You have the responsibility of not being offendable. Mm. Wow. And you can become successful overnight as a person who is immune to being offended through judgments or condemnations, but you have got to take control of your emotional state, your expectations, and uh, learn to look at the world through a different lens in order to become successful at this. That's an interesting relationship to consider, the the relationship between offense and judgment. I, I don't know if I've ever really thought about that before. That's that's interesting. Directly related. And that's what I meant a few minutes ago when I said that this is a broad stroke. And so we're going to take mm, all yeah. of these different elements of what they look like and sweep them all up under the same rug. And I want you to know, I want the listener to know 
that all of these different subcategories fall under the main heading category of judgment or condemnation. And, and so that then we can become immune to all of these tacits, all these different ways that it shows up. I'd like to start today by just asking, what's the point of all this? Um, so I, why, why even bother? You know, why even bother trying to become immune to people's judgments or condemnation? You know, what's the positive result that we're trying to even achieve through this? Sure. Well, we're talking about the law of attraction. And we're talking about how to change your life according to that good purpose that you were originally formed and created with. And so to become a successful um, creator using kinetic belief, drawing the law of attraction into your life, creating those desires and those imaginations, the best part of yourself, seeing that manifest into your life is going to require that you are no longer uh, susceptible to the judgments, definitions, whims, condemnation, inner voice dialogue that's condemning yourself, looking in the mirror going, I'm just so ugly, or listening <laughs> yeah. to somebody down, going down the hallway say, you're so ugly, <laughs> whatever it I is, know. becoming immune. <laughs> I just told myself that. <laughs> no kidding. But you've got to become immune to that in order for the law of attraction to bring those good things into okay. your life. So yeah. here's so, the thing. So basically we're opening up sort of like a door to receiving things. This, that's what this does. Or, yeah, opening a door or another way to look at it is slamming a door on this stuff that's trying to come in. You're mm, no longer good. going to grant access to condemnation or judgments into your life. Okay. Um, cool. But let's, let, let me dig down just a little bit deeper and so that we can gain understanding of why this is so vital to your success. According to quantum the, the quantum universe, let's break it down here. Everything that can happen, happens in the universe. Anything that's possible to happen does happen. So since the beginning of time, an awareness of what could be has changed things. The simple act of observation changes things. We know that. And an intelligent bias provided the God particle directive to augment form following the Big Bang and the law of kinetic belief continues to reveal the substance of desire today. We're all creators. Whatever it is that you desire, be it good or bad, is the very thing that you're going to begin manifesting into your life. So the exciting revelation is you've been given the joystick to control your life. It's, it really is up to the individual to decide and to make the decision that's going to lead you to destination. Creative beings, and that's what all of us are, we all have an ability, an ability that's born within us to imagine an expected outcome and then to see it done, to see it manifested, to see it, uh, to visualize it and then to see it come to pass. In fact, you know what? Technology is, is, has been quickly expanding our knowledge concerning all these imaginations and thoughts. And this is where we are today in 2019, is that belief and observation and the results of experimental findings, they've already been astounding to uh, researchers. They are, in, <laughs> they are marveling at what they're discovering in the laboratory. For example, when a excuse me, when a quantum observer is watching, the simple act of observation changes things. 
And, and we've seen that happen. In other words, when under observation, electrons are being forced to behave like particles and not like waves. So in the laboratory, the quantum theory data demonstrated that observation is affecting reality. Just the way you observe something, which is another way of saying that what you believe about a thing changes reality. If you're believing condemnation, it changes your reality. If you're believing the judgments of someone else, it changes your reality. Now think about this. Uh, according to the, the, the Wiseman Institute of Science, one of the most bizarre premises of quantum theory, which is long uh, fascinated both philosophers and physics uh, and physicists, but it says that by the very act of watching, the observer is affecting the observed reality. Now, the substance of belief, the substance of belief, and this is where we're getting down to the crux of the law of attraction and kinetic belief, the substance of it, there's a substance. As directed by your imagination, what you're believing to be true is going to create a biased outcome. By that I mean it's going to create an outcome that was originated by your thought and your expectation. So it's true that what the world's spiritual philosophers have believed for centuries now, the law of kinetic belief puts you in control of the universe around you. You are actually responsible. A lot of people don't like to hear that, but you are responsible. You're not really the victim that you'd like uh, to believe that you are. Other people are not responsible for your failure or your success. You are. Now, you can, you can walk around telling them it's your fault. <laughs> I need you to do this. Why aren't you doing that? Look yeah. at me. I'm the result of your uh, whatever it is, but that is not true. We know that to not be true. People are surrounded by the things that they've previously imagined and that they've been talking about. Whatever they talk about most is what's surrounding them. And this is why if you want to be successful, you've got to become immune to judgment, immune to condemnation. Good health or bad health, wealth or poverty. Our lives are constructed by our beliefs. Throughout history, now listen to this. Throughout history, the law of kinetic belief has been quietly and, and secretively used by just a select few in order to achieve great success in their life. And it works for you or it works against you, whether you believe in it or not. And that's the thing. Somebody might say, well, I just don't believe in the, in the law of attraction. I don't believe that the, there is a something to this kinetic belief. I just think things happen for a reason. Yes, you're right. They do happen for a reason. And we're talking about the reasons right now why they have, happen. So whether you believe in it or not, it's going to work for you or against you. So you need to believe in it and educate yourself on how this works. People, people sense and feel the results of kinetic belief at work in their lives, whether they want to admit it or not. Wow. <laughs> That's really exciting because it's putting us again in the driver's seat. Um, I really liked how you began talking about how we're all I just want to unpack everything you just said just for a quick moment. Um, you started by talking about how we are all creators. And it made me think, um, Does do you think that judgment kills creativity? Oh, of course. Yeah, judgment kills everything. And now when, we, when we're talking about judgment, you know, again, it's the judgment of others because it's going to come down to your own judgment, which is a good thing. You need, because you're going to be the deciding witness the deciding factor into what is going to come to pass in your life do you so, think do you think yeah. that the judgment that judging hmm, 
that not receiving the ju- the negative judgments of, or even really the positive, but not caring about what people think about you, do you think that's just as important as also reversing that and making sure that you're not, you know, using your your conversations and your time to sort of just be picking other people apart as well? You have to live a life if you're going to be successful, and I mean mind, body, spirit, and soul, and that's what success means is that those things, those parts of you are advancing toward perfected completion. And if you want to experience that, then you're going to have to not get your self-worth by the opinions and thoughts and ideals of, of others, be they good or bad. Now, and, yeah. and don't define yourself by the opinions of other people. It also seems like sometimes it's tempting to get your self-worth by what you think of other people. Well, and typically, you know, you've got an esteem issue, and yeah. so you're you're fishing. We go through life fishing. Mm. Oh, if the boss would just tell me that he really uh, loves the performance that in my work, then all would be well. Then no, it wouldn't be because you are still you are needing that for your own self esteem. If you want to improve your esteem. And you do. If you want to be solid and strong, fall in love with yourself and who you are and, and get away to a quiet place and examine yourself. Know who you are as a creator. You are unique. You are made perfect. There is no spiritual or soulful birth defect. No such thing as that. And so you're going to have to unbecome these negative influencers, these people that have been speaking into your life, telling you that you're one, either that you're great or that you're not great. You don't want to adhere to either one of those because you're being defined by the ideas and opinions of other creators. Don't allow creators to create you. You are a creator. So you've got to know who you are and the essence of that original source perfected you and unconditionally love yourself and then walk around with a bounce in your step and hold your head high and become who you are supposed to be. So it sounds like the goal here is to really be able to look within and pull anything you need from within yourself. Absolutely. Like that's, that's exactly that, that would it. be the, if you had to sort of define a goal of what we're talking about, that would be it, like to achieve that. Do not seek out the ideas and opinions of other people, either good or bad. Get out of the habit of that. Get away from that and absolutely refuse it. And if you need approval, then you need self-approval. That just means that you are not effectively, unconditionally loving yourself. Mm. And, and so that, that's, that's where the beginning that, of all this and is. And that's a great point that, you know, okay, if you're not going to be listening to the judgments, good or bad, of other people, measuring yourself by that, well, what are you replacing that with? With love. Self, unconditional love for self. For self. Wow. That's really cool, you know, because it's like as you're sort of like, you like to use that word unbecoming, which is a cool word. As you're unbecoming all those things, you're becoming something so much greater and more um, really authentic. Well, let's, let's face it. We're in a toxic world. <clears throat> and by toxic, I mean that there are, you know, there's, there's an element that is under the influence of decay, death. There's an element of it that is under expansion and life. And so if you are uh, putting yourself up under the influence of, of uh, whatever the world will just throw your way, for example, border bullies is a, a phrase that you know I, I use. Border bullies, people that are um, 
being used to uh, intimidate you and they to get you to do what they want. These are border bullies, people that will bully you around and it could be emotional abuse. It could be words of, you know, for example, you go to a member of the family and you show them something you you want to write a book and you show them a few pages of it and they go, oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> well, now, wait a minute. Yeah. There are two ways to look at everything. And if you, this is a negative influencer, a border bully. And what's going to happen is now you're going to measure yourself by what they, they just told you about what you showed them. Chances are very good you're going to toss that book and you'll never go back to it again. Yeah. You've allowed the negative influencer access into your life to shut down who you're supposed to be, what you're supposed to be accomplishing in this world. Um, you just were speaking about just spending time alone, and I was I was thinking recently how you know that seems like a concept that a lot of people sort of I think I think it's easy to sort of stay away from the idea of being alone. You know, you just just sort of constantly put be putting yourself around people, but it can be surprising how fun that is. I think I think it, you can be sort of shocked at how empowering and don't assume it's going to be this hard negative thing to be by yourself and discover who you are. Well, it's amazing in how difficult it is for so many people to be alone because yeah. they've always gotten their identity from the uh, energy, expectations, ideas, and thoughts of yeah. other people. And so it's terrifying yeah. for some to say, oh my gosh, you know what? I've never actually been uh, gone somewhere for two weeks by myself, not talk to anybody else, and walked along the, the shore of the, the ocean yeah. and contemplated life. And you know, don't assume... It- I love the idea that you can go into that process and assume that you're going to come out of it thinking, man, I am awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I am amazing. You know, don't think that you're not going to like what you find. That's right. You're so unique. Beautiful. That's correct. And, you know, I can remember one of the first times I did that. I I took a couple of weeks off, went somewhere by myself, and uh, went for some uh, forest runs and forest bay. Then I went down to Costa Rica, actually. Wow. Up into the, the the northern jungles of Costa Rica oh my and goodness. and uh, the rainforest, and it was raining. Just you and the monkeys. Uh, yeah, actually, there were monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> I got surrounded by a group of monkeys. Oh my word! Well, what what happened? Oh, they made me king. <laughs> So, (laughs) how's that for self-esteem building? That's pretty good. (laughs) King of the monkeys. uh, Somewhere in the world, you are king. (laughs) I found myself. (laughs) But, you know, I did it for a couple of weeks. And what was really unique about that is I came back and and fired half the people working for me. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I I, got out of the forest and went into the jungle. I wondered wondered what happened on that trip. So, now I know. (laughs) Well, you know, you get proper perspective. But um, you've got to take charge of your life. And you got to fall in love with yourself and recognize that you are a creator, created in the image of the creator. And the only flaws that you are possessing right now have been labeled and put on you from a border bully, somebody that has tried to intimidate you into not becoming who you are supposed to be. And you see here, this is what's happening. Most people have an issue with low self-esteem. And so the way that they deal with that is they... And, and, and there's so many slight ways to do this, but they will tear others down around them. Yeah. They will not champion you and edify you and encourage you. And they do the opposite instead in order to build themselves up to feel better about who they are. Short term, but it does work in that And moment. that's the way that it works. You know, there was a, uh, an ancient thought discipline that says, get away from your family, from those who are framing your thoughts so that you can inhabit the stars. Mm. 
I love that. And you will not go to the place that you're supposed to go as long as you are around those who are framing your thoughts. And I like, I love what you just said that it's not just that you're trying to avoid judgment. It's that you are, you are making sure that you're keeping your identity and your life safe by not hanging around with people with self-esteem issues. And, you know, when people have those issues, all they know to do is to tear others down. That's all that, that's all that they're really capable of. Walk in unconditional love toward yourself, and then you can unconditional love, unconditionally love people around you, and you will become immune to judgments, be they good or bad. If you, if you find yourself yeah. needing positive reinforcement or judgments to esteem yourself, then you're still under the influence of yeah. judgments. And, I, and, you know, from experiencing this before I learned about kinetic belief and before we had so many conversations and I immersed myself in these ideas, I know that when you need those uh, that approval of others, it's sort of like this bottomless pit. It's never enough. You have to feed that monster constantly. And it's it feels good for like a millisecond. And then you just need more. I mean, there's no end in sight when you're doing that. Right. Correct. Yes. You know, another way that this shows up, and you'll know that if uh, you are uh, under the influence of condemnation or judgment mm-hmm. is, and one of the things is, is just take the word jealousy. Mm. Jealousy. Yeah resentment, um, envy, it, it leads to bitterness and, and even distrust. Yeah. Is this a problem? You better believe it. You, you know, it, just in the United States, domestic violence, which is typically uh, an offshoot of jealousy, it's where it starts. The total cost in the United States is almost, of, of almost 5 million domestic violence cases a year is about $460 billion. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Jealousy. These are people that are not immune to judgments. They're not immune to condemnation. And so it results in, in this horrific problem. Mm. And if we would just learn to walk in love toward ourselves and not need the approval and seek the approval of others, yeah. then it would just, all these problems and issues would start to fall to the side. And like you say all the time, you know, all this is based in fear. Um, I just, I think that's a really good point. And you say that over and over again that all these issues that we discuss whether it's judgment or anything else it's just based in fear well and just like um, positive beliefs something that you may be working on through the uh, kinetic belief and the law of attraction drawing that into your life fear will also manifest Mm -hmm. the very thing that you are fearing into your life if you are afraid of someone in your household if you're fearful of them ultimately the thing that you're fearing is going to come against you wow that's powerful, isn't it? Oh, my goodness. Oh, I think so. so especially in judgments, because you're basically saying that the judgments that you're putting out there or receiving, they're just going to absolutely manifest. Well, and it manifests in so many different ways. Road rage. Oh, my <sighs> gosh. Violent anger yeah. out on the highways and the roads. And, and somebody may think, well, I don't have a problem with road rage because I'm never aggressive or or uh, I don't have this angry behavior uh, behind the wheel. Now, you know what? Road rage comes in so many different forms. You know, it's just anything that you are targeting toward another person, even it's just a road rude wave of the hand or a, a scowl if you if you give people an angry look while driving yeah. down the road or passing them then you are subject to road rage you're road raging in your cubicle you know <laughs> road it's raging in the office anywhere yeah. going down the hallway oh yeah it's let's, possible fender bender well let's get down to the nitty-gritty of this just for a quick second so um 
let's say that I am starting fresh, I'm starting from the beginning, okay, I get it, I need to not be receiving the judgments and condemnation and opinions of others, good or bad, um, day one, I'm, I'm affronted with the opinions of others, and they, I present something, they don't like it, they have a judgment against it, inner dialogue, do I say something, what do I do? Well, first of all, it's going to require proper perspective. Now, you, an interesting way that you just phrased that and formed it was you said, I presented something. So let's say that maybe you've put together a proposal that you were asked to create, and you're going into the boardroom at the office, mm-hmm. and there's eight of your peers sitting around the, the table, yeah. and you open up the flip chart, and you start <laughs> going through it, and yeah. by the time you're at the end of it, you look around, and no one seems to be too happy with what you just presented. Yeah. Or, or impressed. Sure. Now you're faced with one of two things, either, and this is what most people do, is they'll take it personally. Mm-hmm. Well, they just don't like me. <laughs> they're just jealous because yeah, it's so that's good. True. They that's just, true. they're afraid I'm going to get the promotion and wow. they're not. And you start having all this inner dialogue yeah. that's going to justify the, um, the lack of enthusiasm over your report. Hmm simplify your thoughts in a situation like that and you have to practice not having the internal dialogue of filling in the blanks reading between the lines looking at faces which is actually over 50 percent of communications nonverbal. so you don't 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 uh, review the faces in the room and then fill in the blanks of what you think they might be thinking let a yes be yes and a no be no In other words, if they say, I don't like what you just presented because I don't like you, well, Mm -hmm. now you have some information you can work with. Yeah. If they say, we don't like it because of it's not uh, within our budget for this quarter, take it at face value and go back and rework your report and make it fit the budget for the quarter. In other words, get out of the gray areas of life and let everything become black and white when you're dealing with other people. And if they tell you they hate you, take that information and then (laughs) um, protect yourself from it and do what you need to do. Change yourself if you want to change someone else. Get out of the business of thinking, I'm going to change anybody else. I'm going to change uh, you know, whoever it is, yeah. always work on yourself. But then, uh, then start living life black and white. Yes, no, and stop filling in the blanks, living between the uh, the, the 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 lines of what people yeah. are saying, and and trying to and playing these guessing games. A lot of families do that. You know, that's the proverbial. I'm pushing. You know, they know what bu- buttons to push. That's another way of saying um, they know how to manipulate me. Well, don't be manipulatable. Yeah. <laughs> manipulatable <Right>. manipulatable <laughs> that's a big word it's a good word um and i love the analogy of sort of being in the boardroom uh being in the hot seat so to speak um and and how do you how how to simplify that's a good that's a great way to see it simplify your thoughts um wow that's really cuz cuz that's a great point we're all just constantly uh you know overthinking 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 so you you gave the work analogy and i'm also wondering if we can i want to go through work through the same sort of scenario but maybe with family and my first question is let's say that you gave the book analogy earlier like you've written a book you want someone to read it you want their opinion on it do you even show that to family? Do you even go there? Oh, I don't. <laughs> I'm not going to. I mean, they're not your no, customers. But they're not your customers. That's a great point. They're not your customer. Yeah. And, uh, you, you know, that you, you just, the first of all, why are you showing it to your family? 
You mean like what would my motivation would be? Your, what's your motivation? Uh, I probably want him just to tell me how good it is. <laughs> okay, so right there, that's the answer to should you show it to family because you should not be seeking the approval of other people. Yeah. And that's typically where we all go is we run home to mama and say, what do you think, mom? Now, it's not to say she shouldn't be celebrating you, but let her celebrate you by uh, on her terms rather than yours. Mm. That's Man, that's a good point. And, and that sort of goes back to the not reading in between the lines thing. You know, not just like constantly seeking out other people to give you these opinions so that you can have one. You are a creator. Everyone is a unique individual creator among unique individual creators. We were never supposed to be sharing uh, and for the purpose of comparison or competition, our, our own giftings with other people. We have to learn to look within. You know, uh, the astronomer Carl Sagan said that we are made of star stuff. <laughs> we are a that. way for the cosmos to know itself. Wow, that's beautiful. Uh, we're not a way for the cosmos to know someone else through us. Wow. It's a way for the cosmos to know you. This is You're made of star yeah. stuff. You are uniquely made. And this is yeah. the way. Of, and so we, we have an obligation to, to, to let our own star shine, mm -hmm. to be as bright as you can possibly be. This is an individualistic experience, you know? Correct. We have to embrace that. Now, Okay, so once we get it back to the, the crux and the core of the individualistic experience and we let our light shine, then it becomes a benefit to everybody that we love around us. Mm -hmm. You are loving those that you care most deeply about by being the unique person you're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. When you're good. emulating or you're following the dictates of other people, they can't experience the, the best, uh, uh, what you've got to offer. And so it's actually a very selfish person that tries to conform to the ideas and uh, ideals and expectations of other people. You're actually being very selfish. Selfish meaning that I am going, I, I am here to uh, win the approval of other people. Well, why do you need to win that? Get over yourself long enough to become authentic. And it's a reverse way of, of imaging who you're supposed to be and, and recognizing the reason that you're obligated to uh, for your star stuff to shine you have work to do and this is how you roll up your sleeves to do it what would you say to the person that that they're, they're listening to us and they're and they're saying well you know i don't think it's any there's anything wrong with getting people's opinions i need you know uh, many minds makes for good counsel i mean what do you, what would you say to that person well now that's a great point because you're not supposed to live isolated and there and we do learn one from the other and there is a proper person to go to to learn to play the game of golf mm. maybe it's not dad maybe it is dad maybe it's the, a coach someone that's an expert an expert in that but you want to make sure that they are championing you they are uh, edifying and celebrating who you are. They're not cutting you down, beating you down. And this, you know, you don't go to uh, uh, someone who's not a financial expert to ask them if you should be investing your money. Yeah, that's a great point. I think, you know, when, when a kid moves to LA to become an actor and they hit it big, I don't think they're probably calling back to Ohio to see what movies they should be in. Well, most are, and that's why they never make it in Hollywood. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's exactly right. But, yeah, you know, and then also, uh, and, and I would even write this down, that somebody, you need to make sure that whomever you are around, that they are championing you. They are edifying, meaning they're building you up and encouraging you. 
and uh, they are celebrating you as an, a unique creator, a being having a natural human experience. You know, I played football when I was in high school. In my senior year, we had a football coach that would call us names. He would cuss us out. Oh he would call us uh, uh, women body parts, and uh, he would <laughs> oh he would goodness. make sure he would reduce half the team to tears before he would send us home after a game we just lost. Oh. We had a big, fat, losing season. I'm sure. He was not qualified to be our coach, but this is, this is uh, who he was. Wow. And so, you know, he was not championing his team, was not celebrating his team. He was not edifying or encouraging to his team. So we, the onus comes back to us. We are responsible for whom we allow to uh, have access into our lives. And if they're not championing you, then you need to shut down access. Do you think that it's possible to sort of become, wow, in a sense, addicted to the opinions of others? Do you think that can become almost just like an, a very real, tangible addiction? Well, because, yes, because um, we we crave and need our, our own identity every day. And then we're, so we're pinging off of the thoughts mm. and opinions of other people, be it good or bad. And then we are establishing that as fact in our own lives. Most people are. Um, you know, if somebody is, is abusive, this is why you'll find people in an abusive relationship that just won't leave because wow. it's become uh, uh, a, a, their identity and it fits with what they grew up witnessing or watching. So if you're trying to overcome this, if you're in pretty deep and, and you're building your, your, your self um, ideal off the opinions of others, do you think that you almost have to approach it like you're breaking a cycle of addiction? Like, I mean, you're always going to go through withdrawal if you just go cold turkey, it would seem. Is that true? Well, you know, and partly because you're not actually going to go cold turkey. If you are replacing the, the need for thoughts and, and edification from other people with your own edification, you start by championing yourself, celebrating yourself, building yourself up. Internal dialogue is one of victory and not defeat. You take the place of all that and, and fill yourself up with it. Encourage yourself to a great extent with it. And championing yourself, you do it in the morning and in the afternoon and at night. And you have positive affirmations that you're continually speaking out loud. And you're going through this process. Then all of a sudden, there's no cold turkey. In fact, these other people, they just fall to the wayside. And you don't even recognize that you've replaced them with a good thing. Wow. And that's so powerful. cold turkey means that you've got a void where that that drug was and it's not being fed but what you're going to do is replace negativity with positivity I love that that is that's such a cool way to look at that I've never even considered that before that that you can instead of just focusing on getting rid of the negative you're just pushing it out by focusing on the positive that's that's a really cool way to do well goodness just about anything in life well we're talking about the law of attraction and how you use kinetic belief the substance of kinetic belief where you are moving toward the thing that you're attracting to become a successful um, uh, manifester so yeah. that you are correctly driving and leading your life in the direction of success there are three keys to kinetic belief. One of them is desire. The first thing you do is you begin by desiring that better thing for your life and desiring the better. Now, remember, desire can manifest bad things. Whatever you are uh, obsessing over the most or talking about the most, thinking about the most is the very thing that you're going to be attracting into your life. 
So you want to make sure that you have uh, the the majority of your thoughts and conversation are going to be journaled. You've written these ideas, these idealistic uh, way of life. You've, you've journaled it and you are continually going to it, keeping it before your eyes and all of the, the gates to the, to the natural, to the senses, so that you're stirring up those best ideas for yourself. Create your desires based on the thing that you are engineering to see to come to pass. Then you imagine, you imagine those desires, what your life is going to look like when you have manifested perfect health, when you've manifested the, the perfect relationships and your, your bank account has manifested the, the prosperity that you've been desiring. Imagine those things. Imagine what your life is going to look like. And then the third part of this is the universe responds to relief. In other words, if what you are thankful for and grateful for, let's say that you are imagining a million dollars in your bank account and you are thankful for the million dollars in your bank account and you are imagining it and you're desiring that and you're obsessing over that and you're seeing it and you're seeing what your life will look like with a million dollars in your bank account, the universe is going to do whatever it has to do to bring relief to that vision. Relief being that as long as it, there's a void there and the thing that you are imagining and grateful for, it needs to be relieved because there is, an, it has not, the, the universe, the substance is attracted to like kind and you're creating the like kind through your gratitude and your imagination and your desire. And the substance of that million dollars is going to absolutely be attracted to bring relief to the desire and imagination. So kinetic belief is carrying the universe along to a, a, a predetermined goal. You're already using kinetic belief while listening to this podcast. And, and you will listen to all of this podcast if that's what you desire. You see, your imagination can cause you to adhere to and rely on what you hear. The fuel to keep going is going to be a sense of relief to your desire. You'll keep listening to this podcast until you get a relief for the desire for a better life. You won't turn it off and you're not going to run off and go do something else. So the result will be the ability now to do and have anything that you imagine to have. Contrary to what most people think, there are no real life obstacles to your heart's desire. Isn't that amazing? Nothing at all. Think about it. There is no single person on the earth who, who was actually born to stop you from living your best life. Not one, not your parents. No one, no one was actually put here to prevent you. So if, if no one is stalking you for the purpose of preventing you from succeeding, you are in a perfect position to have total victory in every area of your life. So the answer to why most people don't live the kind of life that they dream of is it's really fairly simple. Most don't really try, and those that do are easily deceived so they just quit they give up and they stop that was such a great reminder because I'm by nature an incredibly analytical person and so I like to know the nuts and bolts of everything and and I can sort of be pulled into the why and oh well if I pull this lever and I push this button then I won't care about judgments um so that was that was really important to be reminded that you know kinetic belief like you were just saying it the power that it has it make it should make this process effortless it's not about the tips and the tricks and those are all really good you know knowing exactly what to think and what to say and how to deal with these things 
But then sort of at the end of the day, kinetic belief and your manifesting power is what's going to usher all this in. And, you know, everything else that happens is just sort of the byproduct of that. But focusing on on the power of kinetic belief and applying it to not to not living by other people's judgments is the key. That is the key. Yeah. And you know what? You're actually uh, transferring effort. And we think of in terms of effort, you know, I'm going to, sh- I'm going to start showing up early at work and I'm going to work later. I'm going to move my business from my garage into a downtown office space. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hire more people. I'm going to work harder. I'm going to uh, stress harder. I'm going to uh, do all these physical things to start moving toward, um, uh, uh, success and I'm going to sleep less and, and whatever it is. (laughs) You're correct in that that kind of effort is no longer going to be required, Mm -hmm. but what you're going to do is replace the sense of effort with the effort of, you know what? I am in control of my life. I am in control of my emotions. I am no longer going to be, um, at the whims of the defining definitions of other people, border bullies. I'm no, no longer going, I'm going to become immune to judgments and immune to condemnation, immune to road rage, immune to trash talk and uh, uh, border bullies. I'm going to become immune to jealousy and all these things. It doesn't matter if it's somebody else's or mine. I'm going to, first of all, become immune to my own sense of needing to bully other people. I'm going to stop uh, being jealous uh, in my own life. I'm no longer going to condemn other people. I'm no longer going to judge other people. I'm not going to taunt other people. I'm not going to sit here and make fun of the uh, Olympic ice skaters anymore. <laughs> I'm going to stop all this with me. It's starts with me and it ends with me and mm. then you're able to yeah. properly put other people in in the same kind of yeah. uh, place it sounds like you're just basically becoming immune to the bs of life that's that's exactly that right. sort of covers it all doesn't and it, it begins with you guess who the biggest bs it probably is and it's probably going to be you not you literally no, no megan it's you yeah. <laughs> right you're the biggest i would not dare <laughs> oh my goodness hey if anybody's ever called me out when i needed to be it no, was you no, no, it was no. you um you know i i love the idea again just you said something that was really profound and i don't want us just to blow by it you said the con- and correct me if i if i'm saying this wrong please but you you basically said that you know manifesting is just what happens when you've been putting pressure on an idea and then the universe brings relief to that pressure that you've been putting on a, on an imagination. Um, I loved that word relief. That's just such a great word because, you know, you're pressing, you're pushing, you're believing, you're, you're sort of like leaning into this idea and then you find relief because, you know, the universe is at your beck and call. And it is under your command. And, and relief is a great way to put it. Let's say, for example, you've got a car that you want to sell. Mm-hmm. And you, you advertise it here. You put up posters. You do it online. You put it wherever you put cars that you want to sell. <laughs> yeah. you, you're advertising. You need to sell it. You want to sell it. You got the price on it. It's mm-hmm. sitting on the corner lot. You've got the, the window sticker up. And day after day comes and goes. And you do this. And you do that. And you take phone calls. And, and somebody else is interested. And they look at it. And they don't like the tires. And mm-hmm. someone else uh, doesn't like the paint job. And you yeah. keep going out there and meeting somebody at the car, showing them the car. You're, they're test driving it. You've been riding down the block and back for a month now with strangers trying out your car, kicking the tires, (laughs) and you're putting all this energy into the cell of the car, and then one day somebody says, I'll take it. (laughs) 
And they write you the check. That sensation. That's relief. That's relief. That is relief. Breakthrough. And that's breakthrough. But now the difference here is it's not going to be just up to your own effort now anymore to sell the car. If you start adding the imagination of the car being sold mm. and you start, you, you have the desire to sell it, but where's the imagination? What does your life look like on the other side of the sale of that huh. car? Yes. The universe now is going to begin responding with the substance of the sale of that car to bring relief to the imagination. And, and here's the thing. This is the, this is where you supercharge that vision is every day. You're grateful that the car has already sold now it's still sitting out there on the corner, but your gratitude is the substance of the faith, the imagination, the belief that's going to attract the buyer quicker than if you didn't practice that. That's how the law of attraction works through kinetic belief. You have the desire, you have the imagination, seeing your life perfected, having sold the vehicle. And then the relief is the universe bringing the buyer quickly because of your gratitude, rather than fear that it won't sell, you're grateful that it has sold. That expectation then will manifest a buyer quicker than anything. And that's exactly how you, you're going to manifest this new way of seeing yourself, make, seeing other people. It's the same concept. That's how all of it works. Yeah. That's exactly right. So you're seeing the car sold. You have the relief that it sold. Because if you are fearful that it won't sell, if you are fearful that, oh, why isn't somebody, mm, I'm going to yeah. go down there and meet someone else. But chances are they're not going to buy the car. Then you're operating in fear and you're going to attract the thing that you're fearing. You're going to attract the uh, another person who's yeah. not going to be interested in the car. That's a really important point that you can do all these positive thinking things, but at the same time, you got to make sure that you're kicking fears but you're kicking it out of your life that you're not allowing that just to sit there uh because that ugly thing that you're fearing will absolutely show up um i had a question i know that we're talking today about um you know not allowing judgments into your life you know sort of becoming immune to judgment immune to condemnation and that gives you the the outlook a lot of times of you know somebody says something to you or about you and you go i don't care I don't care. I don't care. That comes up a lot. You know, that's sort of like the go-to response. But what about if you want to care? You know, I think that's a that's a hard ideal to balance sometimes is walking around sort of with this, you know, um, I'm going to do whatever the heck I want to do and I don't care what you think. And then balancing that with a deep compassion and a deep care for people. Um, how do you sort of like resolve the I don't care versus I want to care? Well, again, you know, the first place you begin with is edifying, encouraging, championing, and celebrating yourself. Because mm -hmm. then if you start doing that successfully through affirmations, through journaling your your expectations, then all of a sudden the care or the need for someone else to weigh in on your life is going to fall by the wayside. The second part of this is what I call fishing. And that is, you know, you honestly, you're not going to have very many people, if any at all, showing up to tell you what they think about what you're doing if they don't feel or believe a, there's a sense of an invitation oh, for them wow. to weigh in on yeah. your life. In other words, you're no longer making those phone calls to mama and them to tell you <laughs> what they think about what you're doing. You're no longer fishing. And yeah. if you stop fishing, you'll stop getting those bites. And I mean... That's bites. huge. And yet again, uh, it comes back to what, you, what, what are you doing 
it's up to you. That's that's amazing that if you don't even, I love that concept. If you don't put the invitation out there for an opinion, then you're not going to get the bad toxic opinions. You're becoming immune to judgments yeah. by no longer fishing. Yeah, that's really good. I love that. Most people that are uh, knee-jerk, offended by the judgments of others, set themselves up for it. Well, what do you <laughs> think about this? Well, I think it sucks. Well, how dare you? Oh, no, wait a minute. You asked. <laughs> you asked. Yeah. Stop asking. Stop fishing. And it's, 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 um, gosh, there's, so, like you said, when we first started, there are so many different facets to this, you know, because you can have judgments from people that you're asking for their opinion. Um, but then, like you said, there's the whole issue with reading in between the lines. And I've known so many people that, expect that from you and they they sort of like send you ooh, i'm gonna send you these mixed signals and see if you can guess how i'm feeling and then we can go from there and i mean i've i've never been good at that i'm kind of like see everything in black and white already um but those expectations can be really hard to overcome especially you know family relationships always feel sort of obligatory you know you'll kick a friend to the curb no problem but you know sister mama that's tough um, how do you deal with, with those relationships that you're not just going to cast aside? Okay, well, you've dealt with yourself, and okay. now you are no longer, uh, you, you've become immune to judgments and condemnation, and you're no longer um, under the underneath strong disapproval because you've dealt with yourself. It mm -hmm. always begins with you. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that necessarily in day number two that you've changed or other people in your life have changed. Yeah. You don't want to shut off mama right, and, and, exactly. and, and brother and sister, and they still have access to you. But now here's what's going to happen. When they call you, when, when sister calls you and they want to talk about mama, you are only going to say good things. You are only going to encourage mm, yes. sister, edify mama, and champion the two of them. And if you do this just a few times, then everyone all of a sudden has been put on notice that, oh my goodness, Megan has changed. Mm, yes. And so I can't call you. And they will stop calling you with negative uh, ideas, expecting you to agree with them. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something there's something about um, judgments and condemnation that seeks another person to get into agreement with it. And so if you're someone that is prone to that, you have all these negative influencers in your life and you're going, gosh, I just wish they would stop calling me and talk. Well, you know what? To be honest with yourself, the reason that they do is because they have an agreeer. Yeah. When they call you in the past, you've been agreeing with them. True. You've been straddling a fence. You've been double-minded about you. You are quick to talk about other people behind their backs. You've been uh, feeding your own need for esteem by tearing other people down. That's what I mean by it begins with yourself. You've got to start with yourself, and then everybody else will quickly figure out that you're no longer going to be in agreement with negativity. From this conversation today, I, I, always, I also feel like kinetic belief, it seems like it runs off the fuel of the power of positivity. Every it's I feel like every answer that we've come up with today is just focusing on the positive and instituting that in a in a way. Absolutely. It goes back to casting down imaginations, every negative thought, every negative imagination, not harboring those, casting those to the wayside, cast, getting them out of your life, mm. not thinking about them, dwelling on them, uh, fearful thoughts, negative thoughts, cast those down, everything that would supplant itself before the knowledge of the good thing that you're attracting into your life. So this is going to be, require that you become meditative in your, your purpose, thinking on good things, writing them down 
around journaling good things. If you, you've got to take charge of your life, you're responsible for the good life. You're responsible for seeing to it that you're going to live a healthy life, a prosperous life, one that's full of energy and full of love, one that's full of, of uh, celebrating other people, not because they deserve it, but because um, you deserve it. Mm, there good. is good in everyone. There's good in everything. Become a... Uh, adventurer who is looking for the good go out there and, and if you'll look for it you'll discover it you'll find treasure troves and treasure chests full of good things in life stop feeding on the negativity stop feeding on negative uh, television shows fables books uh the stories uh, that from other people stop look reading the news and listening to all the negative stuff in the world there's plenty of that to go around but i'll tell you there's far more good in the world if you will just become a searcher and go out there and dig it up and say, you know what? This is what I'm going to adhere to. These are the things that I'm going to rely on. I'm a good creator. And you'll start creating the good life for yourself and become an inspiration for all those around you. And it starts where you are right now, here today, with the education you have, with the life experience that you have. You have everything you need. You have complete access to all that there is, all the substance in the universe, to begin drawing that in, to become... Uh, perfected in your life and manifested into your life to, for others to see and for you to experience. You have everything you need to begin right now today to turn your life around and no longer be under the, the force and the power of negative influencers, but shutting that down and becoming absolutely immune to the judgments of the world, the condemnation that's out there. You've got, you've got to take responsibility. You're not a victim. You're not under the authority or the power or the dominion of any other creator. You are a perfected, beautiful being having a natural experience. So while you're here in the land of the living, do what others would say is impossible and show them that only by unconditionally loving yourself, all these things become not only possible, but very real and tangible to you. Wow, I'm so fired up after that. That's so exciting. And um, I was just I was just thinking too, one of the coolest parts about kinetic belief is that if you just make the decision to start, just day one, have a day one and start, um, you'll get a taste. You know, you'll get a taste of what it feels like to not care about other people's opinions, for example. And it's a, and that becomes addictive. You know, the, you become addicted to the positive. It's so exciting to see that growth. It's always a choice. You know, all is right with the world. And you need to be able to say that and start saying it every day. All is right with the world. In fact, um, wanna just say this right now. If you're, if you're listening uh, out there, just, you know, I don't care where you are. Step out in the hallway if you need to. And just say <laughs> this out loud. Say, I'm thankful for the wisdom... I'm thankful for the wisdom. To not speak of negative things. To not speak of negative things. I will not agree. I will not agree. With the negative thoughts. With the negative thoughts. Of friends. Of friends. Family. Family. Politics. Politics. Or news. Or news. I'm grateful for the wisdom. I'm grateful for the wisdom. To not create negative circumstances. To not create negative circumstances. For myself. For myself. With the substance. With the substance. Of negative words. Of negative words. There it is. That's an affirmation Boom. for today change your life <laughs> that was um i felt that just sort of like explode in in my spirit you know it words really do change everything don't they that spoken they word do. yeah it's yeah. so 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 powerful um okay cool so this has been amazing today 
I have to say, this has been one of my favorite topics. So much fun. There's so much power in this. And, and that's the beauty of this is you can begin. This is something that anybody, yeah. I don't care where you're living in the world. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. You can begin to change uh, your circumstances right now today if you begin practicing these principles. Yeah, absolutely. So we are going to be in New York um, in January and then also in March. So check out the website, kineticbelief.com for that. And then um, the 100-day um, challenge, the guided journal, it's going on sale. It's going to be available on Amazon and on the website as well. And you know what? If you just have any thoughts, questions, comments about this show, they can email us. Can I email love getting Belief at StephenCanyon.com. This yeah. has been fantastic. This has been amazing. Thanks so much. <laughs> Absolutely. See you back tomorrow. Okay. okay. See you then. Bye.